Fight presents. Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Bonjour, you're watching Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. My name is TK Trinidad, aka the Canadian Assassin, and I am not alone. She is the founder of The Cultural Commentator. Please welcome host Dreon Santana. Hello. Hey, how are you doing? I'm great. <laughs> And we have an amazing show, and of course, nothing but amazing guests. And today is no exception. You can see her on AEW, and she is the galaxy's greatest alien. Please welcome Chris Statlander. Woo! Greetings, Earthlings. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm great. How are you? Good. Can't complain. Good. So That's you mentioned. I know, right? So you mentioned a lizard. I, I mean, yeah. I, I, we have a bunch of other questions set up, but I want to get to this lizard thing. Yeah. Um, so you just have a lizard just kind of roaming around your 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 residence? How, how, how is that working? No, no we have a, a tank for her. She hangs out in her tank with her heat lamps and her rocks and stuff. So she's not just roaming, around, roaming around. The dog would hate that. But yeah, we, we have a pet. We have a pet bearded dragon. Okay, okay. She's right, right here. So, Want me to get her real quick? I mean, sure. I, yeah. I, I go for I don't it. Know too many people have lizards. Yeah, this is her tank right here. We keep her right by the bed, so we can keep an okay. eye on her. Wait, you keep her by the bed? <laughs> what does she want to jump out? This is her. Oh, look at her! She has her tank has like a, a cover to it, so she can't just jump out of it. But that's good. Her, oh. her name is Boots. Boots, like, booty sometimes. <laughs> okay, okay. I don't know. It's kind of like cute. I don't know a lot of. I wasn't expecting that. I've never had a pet lizard. My mother would freak out. <laughs> really, they're really sweet. They don't really bite ever, or she doesn't really bite. Besides, like she thought that my nail pol polish was a bug some t one time and like <laughs> eat my finger. But that that's really it. She poops a lot though, so <laughs> that's the big downside. But they're really sweet. They're just kind of like. Ailey puppies. She just hangs out. That's pretty much it. My mother would still freak out. So let's get into it. What are the three things you have learned while working with Orange Cassidy? That I have to do all the work. <laughs> Major thing. Uh, three things when uh, sometimes less is more. That's another one because he likes to get as far as he can by doing the least amount possible. And let's see, a third thing. Um, sometimes Canadian tuxedo, Canadian tuxedos work. Sometimes. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so uh, talk about like your experiences with uh, BTE, which is being the elite, and how you know the funny skits that you were a part of. Like, what was that like? Uh, honestly, anything, anytime we do a skit for BTE, it's kind of just like, oh, let's do something stupid because we can. It works with us. <laughs> That's really all it is. It's just a lot of time or a lot of stuff recently has been us just. Uh, 
just ragging on Yuta, our new little, our new little buddy. And it's just, just because we're funny. We just try to be funny. And that's really all it is. We just try to get people to laugh and smile. So uh, a couple weeks ago, you had like a huge announcement that pretty much broke the internet. So CM Punk made his return to wrestling. Um, like, were you backstage, like, were you privy to what was happening? Or like, were you backstage and you just kind of saw him walk by and you're like, okay, something big's going to happen? Like, kind of take us through that. Uh, so I was there for it. Um, I think it, you know, it was never really 100% confirmed until it was there. And we all knew that it was happening. Like, we all knew it just no one officially was like, oh, CM Punk is coming. But we were all like, like, we, we know it's going to happen. So we, we were kind of in on it. But in a way where that was like, no one told us it was. But we all just, you know, when you just have that, like, intuition where you're just like, it's so obvious that, like, yeah, it's what do you what else do you expect to happen? So we all kind of knew it was happening when but it wasn't like a hundred percent confirmed until he showed up. Okay. And now the fact that um, I seen a couple other interviews, you said you weren't really a follower of wrestling when you were, when you were younger and you know, you're still kind of, kind of know everybody. Cause there's a lot, I, I'm the same. I kind of dabbled in and out um, throughout my life. So there's a lot of people that I'm like, okay, Oh, they've been around for 20 years. Had no idea. So it's just kind of one of those things where, um, how do you feel? Like, do you want to get into the ring with him? Like, is that because you do do intergender inter matches as well? So is that something like, oh, I'm glad you're here. Now I want to beat your ass. Like, what, what, what was the thought process? <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> like, about that. I, got I, don't, I don't know if I would want to beat his ass, but I would definitely want to learn from him. I'm always willing to learn from any and everybody. And people have all had their own experiences with their own careers that you can always take something from. So it would, I would want to get in the ring to learn, not to, not to beat him up. Okay. Okay. I like that. <laughs> I would beat up CM Punk. Oh, I like him, but I'll just, just try that. Out. I'll, I'll leave that to you. <laughs> just try that just a little bit. Um, so you, I've, you know, I watch you on AEW. You're, you're very, very talented, but you do this thing where you like kind of touch people noses. Like, where did that come from? Like, what, what made you start doing that? So when I originally started with the whole alien thing, I, it was just like a ET phone home type thing, just like a touch mm -hmm. of the finger. And then I don't really know how it just turned into touching people's noses. And it's, it's just a way to annoy people. Mostly <laughs> that's kind of how it goes. That's so interesting. <laughs> now, with the thing, um, you know, the fact of like you study sciences and stuff like that. So you're very much into like that world. So, you know, we mm -hmm. are we do have people now going into space. Um, are you going to be are you one of those people that, you know, once once it becomes normal, um, are you going to be one of those people that's going to be on board? A hundred percent. Oh, when they I think there was that whole thing about like Jeff Bezos was like going to space and they were bringing people I was like why didn't I know why where I could have applied to that I could have been the one to go like I am so for going to the moon going to space take me be me up Scotty I'm willing to go I'm ready. <laughs> but when you meet like real aliens like what are you gonna tell them that you're like one of them or what's what's they might just know I feel like there's just that connection sometimes you're just like oh we're we're one and the same here. I believe so, it. <laughs> I, 
So, I mean, you talked about um, in a couple of interviews about like how you were developing the alien character. Like as you as you're progressing through your through your career, are you like adding more things to the, the character? Like you're seeing different movies or, um, you know, as you're just growing as a person, you're like, I'm going to evolve um, me being an alien or like how how's the process? Um, so there's never it's never really a thing that I like sit down and really think about. I feel like sometimes things just happen gradually and um, I don't know. I feel like you can't move forward with anything unless you're gradually evolving it to be more relatable and whatnot, which is why when I came back from injury, I redid the face paint, um, did my hair differently. Uh, I just wanted, I wanted it to be more visually like, Oh, I can see that now. So that was mm -hmm. one one of the bigger things I did, which I guess I kind of sat down and thought about that. But that was more just like, I have all this time off. I can kind of reinvent myself a little bit. But I don't know. There's always, there's some, some things just work forever. And then some things just, you have to just keep trying new things out. So I, I wouldn't like, I, it's never like a, a daily process where I'm like, oh, I need to fix A, B, and C. It's more just like, What's a new thing I can do? That's really it. Sounds right. Good. And what makes it so like historical with you is that um, I remember you became like the first female graduate from creating a pro wrestling academy, like which is really, really huge. You know, you, you beat all the boys out. So kudos <laughs> to you. Um, were there any other uh, women wrestlers who graduated after you that you may know about? I don't think so. But you're the only I'm one. I think so far, yeah, usually, or any time that I was at the school, uh, we would have some other girls come in and whatnot, but no one ever really stuck through it, or we would have some girls that were already from, had been. So long oh, so story short, there's nobody else after you, basically. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so let's talk about, so you have a big match coming up. You are the number one contender for AEW's Women's World Championship against uh, Britt Baker. Um, yeah. so what's your, like, what's your hopes? Like, what do you, have you been preparing for it? Like, what's, what's the breakdown of getting prepared for this big event? Um, I, my hope obviously is to win, to be the new champion. Uh, and I don't really know how to specifically prepare for it. Besides, I know that I've beaten her before a while ago in a one-on-one -on -one match. And that was the last time she and I were ever one-on-one -on -one in a ring. Mm -hmm. So if the odds are in my favor, it could happen again, but she's a new, she's a whole new Brit. Now this was a very long time ago. Um, back when I think Riho was still the champion. Uh, mm -hmm. So um, I don't know. I'm just, you know, just keep watching what she's doing and see if I can do what she does and better and more. Yeah. Sometimes Sometimes I saw really you last night. I yeah. saw you last night, and I was like, "Not Brit running? Come on, DMD, <laughs> what you running for? Are you scared? Don't be scared she now." <laughs> she knows. She knows. <laughs> and then you know, we'll we'll just say when when you become champion. What what do you what do you hope to do with that? Like, do you hope to change some stuff in the locker room? Do you hope to like run through the locker room? Like, what's your What's your, what are you envisioning? Uh, when I become the champion, I don't, I don't think the locker room really needs any differences 
changed. I don't. I think I just want. I want to defend my belt more than most people have in the past. It was always very like slow, like once a month maybe. And I want to be the champion that's defending it every single week. I want to give that title purpose. I want to show why I'm the champion week in and week out. I like that's it. my my one thing that I would do. I love that. So I know you you didn't like watch wrestling as a kid. Um, so if you could go back in time and actually watch wrestling, um, is there a particular wrestler you would like to watch? Um, I think I would want to know more and understand more about China mm -hmm. and her. Um, that's really it. Overall, would I go back and change my how I got into wrestling? No, because. I ended up here already and I'm doing good. And I think sometimes when you become a really big fan of wrestling, that can deter you because mm -hmm. all you see is just this glorified side of it. Where for me, all I ever saw it as was work. It's just my job mm -hmm. to do wrestling. It's not some glorified thing. It's just, I'm a wrestler and that's what I do. But if I could go back and learn more, I would, and I, and I could just go back and watch some stuff probably. Uh, but I would definitely want to be, be there and experience everything while it's happening with everything that China had to do. Yeah. yeah. I agree with you as well. I, I feel the same way. It's like, if I could go, cause I did dabble in it, but it kind of like experiencing that moment in that era as it's happening would have been mm -hmm. like, cool. Um, so yeah, I grew up watching China and she was everything to the women's division and you know yeah. i who is so much to talk about her but she <laughs> she is definitely a pioneer in the women's division there would not have been intergender matches without having china in them and she she was beautiful she was everything yeah nice so uh last question this is a fan question from twitter so uh papa roots uh, asked if you could wrestle any historical figure from earth uh, who would you, who would you choose? Oh God, oh, that's a hard one. But what would I get out of it? Like, if I win, do I get? <laughs> if they're like a scientist or something, do I get their knowledge if I win? I mean, you could. Why not? We can put that in the in the contract. <laughs> yeah. Well, then I might. That's a really hard question because there's so many old scientists that I would love to just, you know, <laughs> just to get, just to get, just to get their knowledge. I don't know. Screw it. I'll wrestle, I'll wrestle Albert Einstein just so I can okay. have that mind. I kind of want to see that. I don't know why. Yeah. I don't want to, it sounds very interesting. It would be fun. It would be. So we're going to go into rapid hot tags and women's wrestling talk. Rapid hot tags. And we have a new sponsor, folks. Rapid hot tags is brought to you by Manscaped. All right, folks. Support for women's wrestling talk is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in below the waist grooming and hygiene. Ladies, listen up. Manscaped offers precision engineer tools for you and your man's jewels. For any women out there who have come across a hairy bush, you're now in luck. 
Manscaped, the best in men's below-the-waist grooming, has just launched their fourth-generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. Yes, the 4.0. Now make sure your man joins the 2 million men worldwide who already trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer just for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with this code WWT at Manscaped.com. Ladies, this is the perfect gift for you and your man. And trust me, he will thank you. And men, your balls will thank you. <laughs> get, now, you guys remember, get 20% off and free shipping with the code WWT at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. And remember, experience premium grooming with Manscaped. Um, now, rapid hot tags consist of, I'm going to ask you a question, and you're going to say the first thing that comes to your mind. Are you ready? I'm ready. Oh, glasses okay. off. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> Who is your favorite musical artist of all time? Oh, God. See, this is a hard one for me. This isn't just a rapid fire thing, because my mom... <laughs> so... I I might have to say my mom just because she's she's been in music for her whole life and that's her passion so it's my mom. Okay, we'll take okay. it. And then uh, favorite body part to work on? Shoulders. Favorite show to binge watch? Modern Family. Love that show. Love it. Your house, your house containing everything you own catches fire. After saving your loved ones and pets, you have time to safely make one final dash to save one item. What would it be? Probably my secret stash of money that I have hidden. You better save that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah, I want to know how much I was like. I could see like just piles and piles of it. Um, if you were, yeah, it's 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 enough to grab. Okay. If you were able to live to the age of ninety and retain either the mind or body of a twenty-year-old for the next sixty years of your life, which one would you choose? Hmm. See, I don't know if I would really want to, if it's my mind and my body, I don't know if I would want to save either of them. Because <laughs> I had some stuff happening when I was 20 that I don't want to deal with ever again, both okay. physically and mentally. So I would say live on, live and let go. There's always it's, I know it's always it's like you always get different answers. So it always amazes me. Um, if you had a superpower, what would it be? Oh, I was just thinking about this last night. I would either want to be like Wolverine or like be able to like shoot ropes out of my hands so I can just like whip people. <laughs> like, you know, you could like rock climb on your own without having to bring gear. It'd be great. So easy. And you're thinking about this last night? Yes. It's just a random thought. Like, what if I, if I was a superhero? What if I had superpowers? What, what would it be? A frequently asked question in these rapid fire things. And I always am like, there's so like, you don't want to just be like, oh, I can fly, but I have no super strength or anything like that. Like you got to have mm -hmm. um, either all of Wolverine's powers or be able to just shoot ropes out of my hands that I can like hold on to. Like kind of like Spider-Man, but not webs. 
Okay. Well, I'm glad you, you, I'm glad you put some thought into that. I like that. <laughs> Appreciate it. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Um, good luck next week. Um, mm -hmm. For people who uh, you know are not following you, where can they find you? Uh, Twitter and Instagram are both call me Christette. There That's it, it is. Okay. Your friendly neighborhood neighborhood alien. We love it. That's thank exactly you so much. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck next week. Rope shooting, rope shooting alien. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, Chris. Thanks. Welcome to Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. I'm Gabby Loren. Thanks so much for tuning into Women's Wrestling Talk, the news edition. We have so much to get into, so let's just jump right into all of that. Now, first up, AEW has added three more ladies to the lineup for the upcoming Women's Casino Battle Royal. Now, All Out is taking place at the Now Arena on Sunday, September 5th, 2021 in Hoffman Estates, Illinois. Get ready because it's going to be an awesome show, and we just found out it's getting even better. During AEW Dark Elevation, it was announced that Emi Sakura, AEW Women's World Champion Hikaru Shida, and Jade Cargill will all be in the mix. These three will be joining the likes of Julia Hart, Big Swole, The Bunny, Thunder Rosa, Red Velvet, Tay Conte, Penelope Ford, and Nyla Rose. Whoever is the last one standing in the Casino Battle Royal receives a title shot at either Britt Baker or Chris Statlander for the AEW Women's World Championship. Who are you hoping wins and takes on Britt or possibly Chris? Let me know. Next up, WWE announces the latest Performance Center recruits. There are six total and one is a female. Come on, WWE. Well, anyways, we're really excited over here at Women's Wrestling Talk, and you're probably wondering, who is the newbie? Well, WWE.com describes Jessica Wynelko as a 21-year-old gymnast, bodybuilder, and CrossFit athlete from Prior Lake, Minnesota. As a gymnast, she specialized in tumbling and trampoline, competing on the 2016 U.S. national team. Before her bodybuilding and gymnast days, Jessica started her athletic background in dance and soccer, believe it or not. She's a doer and has been quoted saying she doesn't half-ass anything, thanks to her dad. It will definitely be exciting to see how she takes her experience in gymnastics to the squared circle in the upcoming months. Are you guys excited about this new recruit? Let us know. Next, we have Ruby Soho. She's arrived to New York City in her latest vignette. She may be in New York now, but is this it for Ruby Soho or is there another destination? If you've been following along, Ruby Soho has been posting a series of vignettes the last few weeks to possibly tease a return to wrestling. The big questions seem to be who, where, and when. In her latest vignette drop, she is seen walking the dark streets and spray painting Heartless on a wall. And as soon as sirens sound, she heads out and then is seen walking past a man spray painting The Riot is Over as she gives a slight smirky smirk to the camera. So does this mean the wait is almost over? Well, next she heads to a bar and gives the bouncer her ID, which says Heidi Lovelace, her indie name. Then she realizes she gave him the wrong one and says that's the old one and gives a new ID with the name Ruby Soho. She ends the vignette with her back in the street and the words the runaway come before her name. 
Then the words destination with about seven underscores. It all flashes very fast right before disappearing. And since WWE released Ruby in June, her non-compete is just about to expire. There is a lot of speculation about what this all could mean, and many are leaning towards AEW. What do you all think? Next, we have Paige, who could be possibly making a ring return in the near future. You may remember Paige retiring in 2018 due to neck injuries. Well, maybe some of those injuries are on the mend. Paige left a cryptic tweet and then opened up her heart on Twitch. On August 29th, she tweeted, I'm not done yet, then went on Twitch to air her feelings. She said, I'm not done yet. This is going to be my comeback story. I'm inspired. I'm inspired by the people coming back to wrestling. And the more I think about it, I'm like, okay, mentally, I'm ready to go. I'm going to start working around, getting in the ring a little bit. Maybe. We'll see. This is not saying I'm making a comeback tomorrow. It's a long road. I still have to get cleared by doctors. I have to get cleared by WWE. It's such a big process, but emotionally I'm ready. The past few months, I didn't think I was emotionally ready, but no, I am ready to get back on the horse. Even if it takes a year, one step at a time, build to it. That's exactly what I'm doing. There's a whole journey and it's going to take some time. What we do know is Paige wants to return to wrestling as we've heard her feelings on Renee's oral sessions. How would you feel if Paige went back to wrestling? Exciting stuff, huh? Well, that wraps up Women's Wrestling Talk News Edition. You can connect with me on Instagram and Facebook at Gabby Loren TV. Definitely make sure to follow. Also, please connect with us at Women's Wrestling Talk on all social media. We are at Pod. You can also visit our website at www.talkpod.com. And thanks again for watching Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Bye. So, oh my gosh, she was interesting. Very. I mean, I, I when I it's the alien character at first, I wasn't like, what is this about? And then I then I grew to really, really like the character. Really and like then, yeah, as I'm like looking at her interviews, like I really mm-hmm. understand. Um, it's like, okay, this makes sense. You right. know, it's a part of it's a part of her as a character, but she also mm-hmm. likes science. Like it all it all makes sense versus you know, somebody throwing a gimmick on on somebody right. saying they do this. You know, so it I'm happens really all glad. the time. It happens yes. all the time. And they don't know anything about the gimmick. They just have to learn it and study it. But it seems like she knows what she's doing with this gimmick. And she can format anything that she wants to with it and, and elevate it more. Um, and you mean, hey, you know, maybe she will take that title from Beer Breaker. Who knows? Yeah. Well, who do you have? I... <laughs> Me, I don't, I know, I don't gravitate to Big Breaker. I'm not saying she's not a terrible wrestler or a terrible on the mic. I just don't gravitate to her like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, she she really hasn't defended the title that much. She really hasn't been doing a lot with the title. She's kind of just been holding in a little bit. Um, I guess until they figure out who her next opponent would be, which is now Chris Stellan. So you know, I feel like both of them will will give off a good match. Um. At this point, I'm kind of neutral. I just want to see what the outcome is going to be. If we have a new champion, uh, congratulations to Chris. Um, Well-deserved. And let's see how she run with the title. Uh, Brick Breaker retains. Um, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, I um, 
I don't know. I have this affinity to like anybody who does the show. I'm always like rooting for them. Then it always gets kind of mm -hmm. weird. It's like people, both people have done the show. Um, mm -hmm. And this is where we are. Both people have done the show. Um, I I love the new and this version of Britt Baker or Dr. Britt Baker has been around for mm -hmm. you know, a little bit over a year now. And I love this version of her because it's just kind of like you can really sink your teeth into her, whether you hate her, or you love mm -hmm. her. And we all know somebody like her. That's that's yeah. that's that's the we, thing. Like no, beyond she's relatable. Yeah, she's, she's relatable. Very relatable. You you know that woman in the office that you know. Yeah. Yeah, you know, we, we all get them. Body slam them. <laughs> it it. That's what we go down. So, um, I really like. I really like. Even though she hasn't um, defended it often, I really like what she's doing. Um, she's mm -hmm. doing now. Um, and I feel like even if Chris is not successful, I could feel like I could see them doing another run for it and then Chris mm -hmm. becoming successful. Yeah. Um, and or Chris becoming the new champion and now it's a different type of vibe mm -hmm. overall as a champion. Yeah. Um, and now you have Britt Baker, you know, attempting to get back what's hers. Mm -hmm. So I could see it both ways. Um, I, I'm, I'm down for either, either of those storylines. But yeah. We have a panel question um, to discuss, and mm -hmm. it always drives me crazy. And I'm the one who does the panel question, y'all. So let me let me let me guys break it down for you guys. I um, so the panel question is just for you guys in Fight TV world, in women's wrestling talk world, um, to get mm -hmm. to know us as hosts. So I developed these questions, try to make it like original. And I just, you know, put the question there. Don't really think about it because I think I have my answer. But it never mm -hmm. fails. Every single time I uh, look at the question before I'm about to read it, I'm like, I don't know what my answer is going to be. <laughs> so uh, the question is, if The Rock were to come back to wrestling, who do you think should be his opponent and why? Um, I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Uh, it's going to be Roman Reigns. Automatically. Ooh, I feel like it's yeah. going to be Roman because his like Roman is on this head of the table type mm -hmm. of vibe and everything. He got like Paul Heyman. He got the whole blood, half of the bloodline family with him until Naomi and Tamina joins uh, and possibly Nia Jax if she goes to SmackDown. So you have this whole dynasty over here of cousins, you know, and then you got the big, big cousin who was the rock here. Who's like, mm -hmm. I'm the oldest. I've been running this thing since the 90s, 80s, whatever. And now, you know, my little cousin coming in trying to act like he the head of everything. When I'm really the head of the table. I built this empire. This is the reason why you got your job here at Dota E. You know, right. it could be that type of field. If the I don't know if it would be like, if they would let The Rock be a little heelish baby face. And give off what The Rock is. We already know what the promo is going to be. I'm sorry, right. but he's going to run through Roman Reigns in that promo. I'm sorry. I yeah, am sorry, but it's going to happen. True. It's going to happen unless Paul Heyman speak for Roman, you know, or help yeah, him. But we him. don't know where Paul Paul Heyman's going to be now that Brock is back. Well, right now, <laughs> well, right now, uh, they're in the custody battle for Paul Heyman between <laughs> Brock and Roman. So, if you know, and I and I, what I don't want is a title picture to be involved with Roman and the Rock because I mean, we already kind of know what would happen. Um, but if it's like no title picture, just the head of the table versus the the OG head of the table, and then just make it like a, a big big thing. Bring out Rikishi, bring out uh, the Wild Samoans, bring out bring out old, everybody, bring out everybody, and make this a really really big family story. 
that I know that can be told the correct way. I, I don't want creative to have nothing to do with this. Let the, let it just be against the Moe and the dynasty. Let them handle it. The bloodline, right. let everybody else handle that because you don't understand their lifestyle better than they do. So mm -hmm. I'm going to go with Roman Reigns and that's what I'm sticking with. And hopefully it could happen because there are rumors. There are rumors that The Rock could be popping up at Survivor Series. And if that does happen, then I would love to see this match uh, go over into WrestleMania. Right. Because right. I'm That's, trying to go to WrestleMania. You, it no has other, to happen. There's, there's, it, it, you can't have the, it on any other people yeah, but WrestleMania. The grandest yeah. stage of them all, WrestleMania, you mm -hmm. got to have it there. No title. Just The Rock and Roman have the family out there. You know, at, at some point, it will get divided. Some people, some of them may be on the side of The Rock because, you know, he, he is that foundation for them. And then right. you got Roman, who's to be, be the hardhead cousin. It's like, well, you know, I helped you do this. I helped you get those titles, the Usos. You know, I brought you mm -hmm. over to, to rebrand your character, Naomi, uh, Tamina, you know, stuff like that. So I feel like it's going to be Roman. It, it can't Ooh. be nobody else but Roman. You just, it ha sold, it has you to just sold me. I, wanna, <laughs> I do, I do want to see that, but I don't know. Yeah, I do want to see that because it's kind of like almost like when um roman wayne's was like battling the usos right mm -hmm. it's like well you you have to acknowledge me which i'm gonna get that shirt yeah i love that shirt but um yeah i i, I see that but then the, the whole thing in the the great thing about some wrestlers in social media they play mm -hmm. it in a way where you like you're you're now you don't know what to believe right but the problem with that is we know the rock is doing a billion things so we're only going to get like this much. Mm -hmm. So it's just kind of like, even if he forces, you know, Roman Reigns to acknowledge him, like by the time that happens, you know, we, not, we might never see The Rock again, maybe in another mm -hmm. five, 10 years, if yeah. that much. Um, and he's publicly said that he's, you know, retired from wrestling. But again, mm -hmm. you know, as we discussed the other day, you know, has anybody ever retired from wrestling? I mean, as long as you- But it's been a long time though for The Rock though. You know, last time we saw yeah, him, he was, works out every single day. Well, and you know, he, like, he he's he's in the best shape of his life right now. Right. And I feel like if he gives that one more run, I don't I feel like I feel like he might put Roman over. Yeah, he might. You know, because because I was talking to uh, X-Pac when I was on his show, he would always say because he would do shows. He was doing shows at that time. Is mm -hmm. because you know, obviously, he's older. He's like he gives his best moves. Like you give, mm -hmm. you know, the best moves that fans want to see. So right. the stuff that, like, with The Rock, he's in the best shape. And I, I almost feel like, and folks who are like, you know, into wrestling, let let mm -hmm. me know. I almost feel like it's almost like riding a bike. Like no mm -hmm. matter what, like you're still gonna have those, you know, set moves. You might, you know, it might hurt a little bit more and mm -hmm. all that stuff because of age. But it's just kind of like, I think, I think we definitely. I think we it would be it would be an amazing it would be amazing match, and I think Roman would have to Roman would have to go, go over. He would. Like, but then, do you want to see the? I don't know if I want to see the Rock in that position. But then it would be like maybe that's his last match, and then boom, he goes into the Hall of Fame next year. Because I don't right. I don't think he's in the Hall of Fame though. He, and it's crazy to me because I would have I would have thought he would have been, right. but then it, it just lets me know that okay. He got to have some type of match coming back. But I don't know, you know, majority of everybody who's in the Hall of Fame already have already came back and had their matches. But it's just like, I would think that The Rock would have been in the Hall of Fame by now, but he's right. not. 
So it just keeps me wondering like, okay, when when is The Rock's official last match where he yeah. just completely say, I am hanging up my boots. I am done. I have acknowledged Roman Reigns. I keep putting that in because I feel like, like I said, it's still going to be Roman. Oh I, don't think of no, I don't think of nobody else that could go up against The Rock. I, I, I don't, you know. I, I mean, I would want to say um, there are a couple people that I want to see, but now that how you spin that and for, for the folks who've been watching me for a while, I love my Samoan dynasty. Like I love anything. I think there's mm -hmm. just so many storylines there that we're just not tapping into that I would love to see. So yeah. yeah, I can't see anybody else but Roman Reigns. So I'm definitely for that. I just, I, I almost like, it almost makes me cringe to think, the rock could publicly say okay well i acknowledge you roman because you are better than yeah me. i feel like there has to be some type of spin in that where it's just mm -hmm. kind of like it's just left like the bow is almost there but it's left mm -hmm. like you know you just yeah. don't know, like fade to black <laughs> i don't know something like that like i just i just um but you yeah i i'm i'm for it but the last mm -hmm. time we saw the rock was i think in like san jose with um ronda rousey and that mm -hmm. was 16. I think yeah, it was like two years before she had came yeah. and became a part of the the, so, the roster. Yeah, and that was kind of epic. So mm -hmm. I mean, we're we're due for a rock something. And everybody mm -hmm. asked him in a lot of the interviews, and he's always saying no. But I mean, we already see how WWE likes to treat us. So we'll, mm -hmm. we'll see. But I am buying into that. I want to put all everything you said into the <laughs> universe. I also want to include exactly and just you know double down and agree with you. Like they need to. Naomi just needs to be part of the family. Like, I don't understand. What she does. Is. I mean, I know Roman wants her to be a part of it. So it's, uh, I don't want to talk about, I don't even want to go back yeah, to the that, conversation. That's I'm, I'm, I'm going to get P PTSD all over again. I don't want to do it. <laughs> that's a whole, that's a whole nother uh, thing. So we'll, we'll, we'll leave it at that. However, yeah. um, please tell people where they can find you. Yeah. Uh, once again, my name is Drian Santana. You can find me on Instagram at Santana Muse and on Twitter at Drian, D-R-I-U-N-E. There it is. And don't forget to check us out. I mean, if you're watching us on here, you're watching us on Fight TV every Wednesday mm -hmm. at 7 p.m. Eastern. Uh, make sure to go and check out our website, www.talkpod. Also, same thing for social media, www.talkpod. Uh, you can find me on everything at TK Trinidad. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Till next time. Ciao. Bye. <laughs> women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet.